Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Barnhart, along with author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg. We're here to encourage you wherever you are on your healing journey. In each episode, we will chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you found us. Let us help you find your joy in life. Hello out there, Grief and Rebirth listeners. I hope everybody's having a more joyous entrance to their holiday season. I know I'm always joyous once I get to do another episode here with Irene. How are you tonight? Oh, I am absolutely fantastic. I, I'm so happy. Um, I want to say to our listening audience, I have a new grandson, a third new yes. precious grandson. So that's enough to make anyone filled with joy. And we have so much to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. I and yeah, and one of the things I'm really thankful for, and it could not be more appropriate as the Thanksgiving holiday comes upon us, is to be interviewing Karen Noe, who... <laughs> You can talk about all of her accomplishments, which I'm going to do, so she'll blush. But in addition to that, there for you know, this is a very big world, a spiritual world, people who are healers, people who do all of this, and they're all different personalities. And Karen is truly one of the most caring, kind, loving people who wants to help others who you could find. She's just such a gift to all of us. She's a renowned New Jersey-based psychic medium. She's a spiritual counselor and a healer with a two-year waiting list. I mean, can you imagine how marvelous she is mm-hmm. to have that? Incredible. And she's the author of We Consciousness, 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace, and a bunch of other books. One is called Your Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss, Another is Through the Eyes of Another, A Medium's Guide to Creating Heaven on Earth by Encountering Your Life Review Now. And that's something we should really talk about, the life review. And The Rainbow Follows the Storm, How to Obtain Inner Peace by Connecting with Angels and Deceased Loved Ones. That's another one. Are there really angels, Karen? Um, She's the founder of the Angel Quest Center in Waldwick, New Jersey, where she teaches classes, gives readings, and practices alternative healing. Another question, what's alternative healing? You can listen to Karen on the Angel Quest radio show by tuning in to www.hudsonriverradio.com the first Saturday of every month at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm very honored to be able to say that I've been on Karen's show a few times, and it's always a pleasure. So, Karen, should we let you get a word in edgewise? Thank <laughs> you so much for having me on. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Why don't we introduce you to our audience by telling them how you got into this spiritual calling, which has become your life's work? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a number of things. When I was younger, I always felt guided to practice peace on Earth. And Is there a, an echo? When I was younger, I was always guided to uh, to practice peace in my life and in the lives around us. But about 25 years ago, I was going through a difficult time in my life. And I sat at the edge of my bed at that time, and I just yelled at God. And I said, am I going to be okay? And with that, I actually saw a light. 
that came towards me from the other side of the room. And as it was coming towards me, I said, if you're not of God, please leave. But the more I said that, the more it kept coming towards me and eventually enveloped me. And at that time, I heard an audible voice that said, Lucha Lucina, Bella Lucha Lucina. I don't know if there are any Italian listeners, but it means light, little light, beautiful little light. And I've since learned that it was St. Francis of Assisi, who's been guiding and protecting me ever since. And if you follow me on Facebooks or read any of my books, you'll see my St. Francis connection with the animals and peace on earth and all of that. But right after that experience, I started to receive messages from the angels and deceased loved ones. And I didn't want to uh, share the messages. I didn't want people to think I was not in my right mind. But the more I did, the more I saw the peace that it brought to people and the rest is history. Wow. Can we start right away by asking for a lot of our listeners who are not quite sure you hear about it all the time? Are there really angels, Karen? What? Who are they? What do they do? Um, tell us about this connection. Now, there are there is a difference between our deceased loved ones and the angels. We still can connect with our deceased loved ones. When they come through, they feel very much as they did when they were here on the physical plane. You know, they retain the same personality as they had when they were here. But angels are different. We all have guardian angels. It doesn't matter if you believe in God, if you have no religion, it does not matter. We all have angels that are guiding and protecting us our whole life. And then we can also call upon the archangels and they can be in more than one place at one time. So there's Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel. And if you call upon them, you're not taking them away from somebody who needs them more than you do. So yes, they're very real beings of love and light, and we have everything to gain and nothing to lose if we call upon them. Wow. And what about alternative healing? When you say that you you practice alternative healing, can you talk to us about what that is? Yes. Well, alternative healing, it's it's extremely important to understand that we're mind, body, spirit. We're not just the, the physical body. Whereas Western medicine, you know, pretty much focuses just on the body. And I'm hoping in my lifetime, I could see that there will be a, a marriage between everything, you know, between the Western and Eastern medicine. But what I practice is Reiki, you know, energy healing, something called tapping, moving energy from the energy centers when somebody's going through grief and, and so forth. There's different types of alternative healing that sometimes people come as a last resort and that's when they're healed. So to understand we're physical, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. It's not the other way around. Which people don't really understand, but it really changes your whole um, viewpoint of your life when you realize, when you realize that, that it's not just about the physical experience. You've come here to learn a lot. Absolutely. We're energy. Go ahead. Go ahead, Karen. Go ahead. We're energy and energy doesn't begin and it doesn't end. So we have to understand that. And you know, as in anything, healing, you need to heal on all levels, mind, body, and spirit for true healing to, to occur. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so many th- thoughts that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about asking you. Could you talk to, to everyone a little bit about that life review? And then let's talk about this book and channeling and who Wayne Dyer was and this amazing thing that happened to you. <laughs> okay. So I'll start with the life review. What happens after we pass, after we leave the physical body, we go through a life review where we're able to see and feel 
how we've affected each person in our lives as if we are that other person. And you know why that is, is because we truly are all one. And we could actually feel that connection after we leave the physical body. So you feel that um, good, bad, or indifferent, how you affected them. And oftentimes when people come through in a reading, they often say someone who, you know, the, the, the deceased loved one comes through and says they should have, could have, would have done something different, but now it's too late. They should have told their loved ones how much they love them, but now it's too late. They should have asked for forgiveness and now it's too late. They should have forgiven another person that's too late it's, and so forth. So I tell people, don't wait until it's too late. To go through that through that life review, you know, try to see through each person's eyes now, see how you are affecting them. You know, it's not always about us; it's about them as well. So understand how we are affecting them before it's too late, and in so doing, you could create peace in your life and in the lives around you as well. What you're encouraging people to do is live consciously, to be aware that there's more when they behave, when they don't behave in a kind way, or they're not good. I mean, it's got to be terrible. To be a, a hurtful person and then go to the other side. It's not over when it's over. Now you've gone over and now you're feeling everything you did to someone else. Yeah. And, and not only that, it, it, we don't even have to wait until we pass. When we're not nice to someone, when we're angry or jealous or whatever it is, um, we don't feel good. We don't feel right. We know, you know, we feel lousy. <laughs> so the reason being is we all have God within us, you know, and when we're not on par with the energy of who God is, divine being of light, God is only love and light. Now I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spirituality. I'm, I'm speaking that the, the divine is within each one of us. And when we uh, experience negative emotions, we're not on par with the energy of who we really are, and it doesn't feel right. So I encourage people to, to create peace in their lives by loving everybody, forgiving them. You know, even if they did something that you think is just so horrible, you can't forgive them. I say, do it for you. I always use this saying, it's not the snake bite that kills us. It's the venom mm. left behind. So... So a lot of people, basically, if they're concentrating all the time on hate, 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 and disliking someone and holding a grudge and all, they're really hurting themselves. Absolutely. And, it, you know, if we're going to talk about the weak consciousness in mm -hmm. a minute, in reality, when you're angry at somebody else, and if you understand that other person is one with you, you're actually, you're angry with yourself. It, it's hard to understand because we're in physical bodies and you're over there and I'm over here. And we just can't grasp that we are all one, but we really are. Wow. And that's quite a concept because when you think about all the people in the world and, and all the different types of people, and we're all really part of the same pot. Exactly. The same source. Tell us about, tell us about Wayne Dyer. Tell us about the book. Tell us about this amazing message he gave because it's such a core of healing, not only our individual selves, but the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So Wayne Dyer was, I was a huge fan of Wayne Dyer. He was a, a great inspirational speaker and writer of so many books. I don't even know how many books he wrote and he used to speak on um, Channel 13 and, and so forth. But um, he was, a, I didn't know him personally, but after he passed, uh, sy synchronistic events brought his family to me 
Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy events that eventually, you know, they flew in from Florida, uh, three of his children, he has eight children and his wife, uh, three of them flew in to meet me in New Jersey. And he came through with very personal message for each of them. And I connected with him for a number of years after he passed. And I had each one of their phone number, their phone numbers, and I'd call them, you know, he'd say, call this one, call this one now, call that one now. And it was always something very important going on at that time. Um, But at the end of the first year connecting with his family, that first New Year's Eve, I was trying to stay awake for midnight and I couldn't do it. It was about 8 p.m. And I said, you know what? I have to take a nap. So I went to lie down and as I'm lying down, I felt Wayne coming through for me this time. And he said, now's the time to do what you came on earth to do. Wow. And I knew immediately what that was. It was to spread peace on earth. Mm. And I was so excited. And I said, oh, wow, am I going to be channeling a book with you? Or, you know, what am I going to be doing? And he said, yes and no. I said, I don't know what you you mean. You have to explain. And he said he was going to be joining forces with a group consciousness called the We Guides, which included St. Francis of Assisi, as well as Ascended Masters and Angels. And when he was coming through together with this group consciousness, it would be hard to differentiate him from the rest of the group. And they were going to be giving me 33 concepts for inner and outer peace. And I asked why 33. And he said 33 symbolizes divine guidance and the spiritual uplifting of all of creation. Wow. So I said, okay, so... Literally, I jumped off, you know, I was in bed and I jumped up and I wrote the table of contents, I'd say in 10 minutes. And the rest is history. I knew exactly, you know, they came through. I was writing this. And he said I'd been channeling the We Guides for many years, even before he came through to me. But I wasn't aware of it because I had that that connection from St. Francis, you know, with St. Francis as he did. Um, Sounds like St. Francis warmed you up for Wayne Dyer. That's, I think that was our uh, connection. <laughs> yes. You know, we both, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but the, the important part is that we can all connect with our deceased loved ones. It's not just Karen Noe. We can all connect with Wayne Dyer. We can all connect with the angels. I'm not special. I believe my purpose, I know my purpose, never mind believe, there's a difference. I know my purpose is to empower people to do what I do. You know, and I know that our loved ones and the angels are trying to communicate with us. And we just have to learn how to do it, how to listen. You know, that's what we have to learn to do. Can you share some of that with us? Because people are probably listening to us going, really? Tell me more. Absolutely. So the most important way to connect with our loved ones and the angels, people expect to hear an audible voice or to see an apparition of their loved one, you know, in physical form. But in reality, our loved ones are spirit, you know, so they probably, they may come through to you as an apparition or as a voice, but probably the main way they will be communicating to you is as, as a thought. Now they speak to us telepathically. So you're saying, okay, how am I, I don't understand. Okay. Let me explain. Um, we are thinking of our loved ones anyway. 
So when we think of our loved ones, there will be an originating thought that triggered a thought that triggered another thought. So example, maybe we see a picture of our loved one that triggered another thought that is us. When our loved ones are trying to communicate with us, they will just pop in our head for no reason. Most people don't realize that. They think they're thinking of their loved one. Does that make sense? So I hope it makes sense. Stephanie, does that make sense to you? Well, I'm just trying to think of, I'm just relating it kind of to my own situations kind of with my dad. So yeah, I'm trying to be personal here. I'm listening, Karen. I hope it makes sense. Yeah. So what happened when my own mother passed, now I've been connecting with deceased loved ones for other people for many years, but my mom died a few years ago. And when she started to come through to me, I said, oh my gosh, this is what people experience. It seems as if you're thinking of them. But what I heard, you know, when, when I say here, it was a thought in my mind, not an audible voice that said, hi, sweetheart. I don't call myself sweetheart. She called me sweetheart right? So I said, mom, (laughs) I love you, you know, and I would communicate to her in that way. Um, Another way that they try to communicate with us in a very big way is they come to us, they give us, I call them without a doubt signs. They give us signs to let us know that they're with us. You know, there's many ways that they come to us. They come to us in dreams, They sometimes come through as an animal, a bird, a ladybug, a butterfly to let us know that they're with us. Um, But this is the thing. The the animal has to (laughs) I'm sorry about my dog. (laughs) (laughs) He's giving you a without a doubt sign. (laughs) I'm just speaking about how they speak to us as an animal, and my dog is going crazy right now. (laughs) But, um, oh, my gosh. But we have to realize, you know, when they come as they sometimes show us the same numbers over and over, they come give off fragrances for no reason. They make songs come on at the perfect time with the words that we need to hear, you know, or their favorite song. And I just could go on and on and on. However, these things would happen, things that would normally not happen, right? So if a butterfly lands on you or a bird, you know, circles you, something like that, notice this is not something that they would typically do. And you, most people know it's a message. It's a sign from their loved one. I mean, I, I personally, I mean, ever since my own father passed away, I've been trying to kind of, a lot of people say that, you know, so I've been really trying to be open to listen for new signs or try to figure out if he's communicating, if it's just me or him. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that, Karen, of even just about music and songs, just because as a personal yeah. note, that just happened to me the other day. I was just going to tell Irene, but I was driving in the car and my dad used to play in a band a long, long time ago. And he would play a lot of Dire Straits songs and Dire Straits came on. And I literally said to my son, I was like, I think I think grandpa's sitting in the car with us. Like he made this song come on. He used to play it all the time. And it literally wasn't maybe three hours later that my stepmom texts me with a message about my dad. And it was still about him passing a year ago and some finalizations of, you know, the estates and everything, but I haven't heard from them in months. And I was like, that's just too, it's not a coincidence. You know, I think it was. I call that without a doubt. Yeah. That's kind of putting an example to like what you're saying about how they kind of present themselves. I really believe that was, that was him. Absolutely. And even uh, those who don't believe in the afterlife 
and they experience something like that, then they realize, oh, that is my mother. That's my father. That's my grandmother, whatever. They know. They know because their loved ones are giving these, these, they're trying to let them know they're with them and they truly are okay. Uh, Karen, you know, another thing we've been talking about is um, the importance of raising your vibration. Could you tell us about that and why, actually, what does it do? Why is it important? And some people might even say, what's the vibration? I mean, like, you know, what is this? So please explain that to us. Okay, we're loving beings. We have the divine within us. So we have to stay more on par with that same energy, which is a very high frequency. Now, in order to connect with the angels and our deceased loved ones, we have to keep our frequency, our vibration uh, back to that high level because that's where they are right now. They're only peace and love. Even if they were not the nicest person here on planet Earth, after they leave the physical body, they feel their oneness with everyone and everything. You know, even though they go through that life review where they're able to see and feel how they've affected people, they still are feeling only love and peace, right? So in order to connect with them, we have to be more on par with their energy, right? So we have to become a vehicle of love and service. We have to practice forgiveness. We have to be grateful for things in our lives, have more compassion, see through the eyes of others. And all of these things focus on being present so that we can resonate more with the energy of who they are. You know, it's it's almost like, trying to tune to 3200 FM, but you're on 3100 AM. You know, you can't do it. Sometimes it's difficult to connect with deceased loved ones or the angels when we're angry. And, you know, a lot of times when people are uh, going through the grieving process, they can't connect with their loved ones and rightfully so because they're so sad, right? Did you ever hear of someone who saying um, a friend of a friend of a friend feels their loved one and they don't? And why is that? Mm-hmm. that- that's why. Yeah. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. I could I can see that how somebody else could feel when you can't like if you said you're just really upset or you're too focused on other things to really understand them being there. Exactly. But you need to uh what I would tell those who are grieving, you need to experience the grief and take as much time as you need to grieve. You know, I can't say, okay, feel better now. Uh, sometimes it just doesn't work, you know. People experience grief in different ways. So it's important to honor whatever way feels good to you. So if you're trying to like fix your, you know, higher vibrations, if does it, is it like counteractive if you try harder or is it better to kind of focus on it? You need to focus. What I do in the morning is I just announce to the universe that I wish to keep my vibration high and how may I serve? You know, I wake up in the morning, I say, how may I serve others and myself? Because by the way, we're just as important as everyone else. Oftentimes, you know, those in our businesses, you know, we're always trying to please other people and putting ourselves last, but we're just as important as they are. But yeah, I announced to the universe, how may I serve? How may I raise my vibration and make a difference in the world? And when you do that, the universe works in ways to conspire to serve us as well. It really does work. And that actually is connected to self-love because for me, when they pulled me out of my car and I got that message, be loving and kind to everyone, I soon Mm. learned that that was also about being loving and kind to myself. 
So if you're loving and kind and you are trying to be less judgmental to people and all of that, and you're also treating yourself with more love and kindness, I would imagine that would automatically raise your vibration. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Absolutely. (laughs) I just actually, another funny thing, just to kind of interject here a little bit about trying to help with like self-love, because I think a lot of, I mean, I know I do personally, I think we all kind of do on some level. And I probably bet a lot of our listeners do out there. It's just, you know, you know, I think we've talked about this before, Irene, like, it's hard to really like you even just said, Karen, it's hard to put yourself first and remember that we're important too. And yeah, I got these uh, little cards, Irene, I'll bring them with me next time I see you. But there are these, it's like a, it's like a tarot card pack. And there you shuffle them up. And they're only positive affirmations. And you pick one every day, just like you would to see like and kind of read your fortune. And they're just beautiful. They like just they're so nice, actually remind yourself to like say things. And I just thought it was like a cute little addition, like people are out there like, well, how do I kind of remind myself? And I think that's like one of my struggles is like, you need to kind of just make it a habit every day to kind of have that self love. And I think you're right, that kind of leads everywhere, right? Then to your, your higher vibrations, you're more aware of things, you could see your and hear your loved ones more. I mean, at least that's how I'm kind of reading it. Are we, am I kind of on the right level there, Karen? I oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love the affirmation part because I, I also say affirmations every morning too. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of the, one, the ones that I use are from Louise Hay. I just love Louise mm-hmm. Hay, the author. Mm-hmm. Louise Hay, yeah. Um, it would be all is well in my world. You just keep saying that. You say it until you think it until you make it. Some people say, but it's not well in my world. But if you keep saying it, you're a vibrational being that you could, you actually create whatever you're thinking and feeling inside of you. So I, if, if you understood that, you would be monitor your thoughts more. You can't monitor every single thought in your mind mm-hmm. because they, it goes a mile a minute. But if you could monitor your feelings and if you're not feeling well, if you're feeling sad, angry, change your thoughts, you know? So some of my affirmations, uh, all is well in my world. Everything I need to know is revealed to me. I say everything I need comes to me. Uh, I am open and I am willing and open to the many blessings that life has to give me and so forth. So when you say affirmations, I love that you have the cards. They really do help. Mm-hmm. I would imagine <laughs> I would imagine these affirmations and also when people heal, like through Reiki and through some of the other things you do and all the options that are out there, they remove these blocks, they heal, they raise their vibrations, and that brings them peace within themselves also. It changes the whole way they uh, deal with their lives and with situations in their lives. Yes, yes. So when uh, when a client comes to me, it's not just about giving them messages from those who've passed or the angels. I do things a little bit differently. I, I work on the living loved one. I do alternative healing such as Reiki, or we do energy techniques such as uh, uh, trip, sedating the triple warmer or releasing the venom and so forth. And uh, it really does work. That's wonderful, Karen. Um, we're going to have to close soon. Is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners before we, we hate to do it, but before we have to wind this up? I would tell people to, in order to feel good, 
you really want to focus on the solution to the problem instead of focusing on the problem themselves, to focus on the many blessings in your life instead of what's wrong. And regardless of what's happening in your life, there are many blessings. We have, I mean, just the fact that we're alive and most of us can see or hear or we can use our feet, not everyone, or we slept in a bed last night and we have heat and to focus on the many blessings because when you focus on what you want and the many blessings in your life, more of that will happen in your life because you're a vibrational being. That would lead you to joy, I would imagine. Yes, it will truly lead you to joy. Being the best in everything will truly lead you to joy. And mm-hmm. you are a joy. <laughs> I'm sorry about my dog before. I was talking about uh, connecting with animals and my dogs. That was 100% a sign, I believe. He had to let us know he was yeah. in the room. What <laughs> okay. happened? You wanted to be part of the conversation. Of course. Somebody's out there. It could be Saul, Irene. I feel like that would be him. Like, (laughs) that would absolutely be his sense of humor, too. Karen, what's the best way for people to reach you, to connect with you? I mean, there's so many ways you can help them. Um, Lead them, lead them, tell them what to do. They could go to my website at karennoe.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-N-O-E.com and have all the information about my classes and all sorts of things on there. Okay. And they should definitely read your books. Oh, yes. Um, my latest book is We Consciousness, and I never got to talk about that. But yes, it's called We Consciousness, 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace. That's my latest one, but it's basically about creating peace in your life. And we did talk about that. Okay. If there are any, is there anything else you want to say about we consciousness before um, we close? If you have anything else you want to say about it, please do. Yeah, very quickly is the most important truth of the we consciousness is that we are all one, and whatever one does to oneself or another, it affects the whole. And to to understand that, okay, and they can find out more when they read the book. And yeah. it's a big concept because a lot of people do not think of themselves as being part of a. A universal whole. Yeah. They see themselves separated out into their particular world. So I encourage everyone. I've read the book. I've read quite a few of Karen's books, and they're absolutely wonderful. And they will lift your vibration, I promise. Um, Real quick, Karen, can they get the books on your website or on Amazon? Yeah, you can get them on my website on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or any major bookstore. Awesome. I'm going to go check those out right now myself. Well, again, I always hate to wrap these up because they were so fun talking tonight. I feel like it was just good to get a little peace in our lives by chatting with you, Karen. So thank you again for joining. Um, And Irene, I leave it to you to close for us. As I always like to say, to be continued. Bye for now. To be continued.